I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Hey, this is Tommy Wazo, listening Bad Boys Broadcast. And I want you to listen, but don't believe too much what they say, but they're not for high school people, all right? This is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. Hi, I'm Harvey Stevens. I play Damien in The Omen. Listen to the Bad Boys, or else. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Thrill me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast. Or I'm coming for you. Nice. I was led to play that out. I was led to play out. I'm like, just like the greatest hits right here. <laughs> yeah. That was nicely done, Tony. Thank you. Yeah. Well, this is actually old. That was awesome. <laughs> we were just talking about it last time, too, right? Yeah. Um, I, I happened to not have my normal laptop today so i had to dig out from the archives some of the uh older intros and and then there was one that said all sounders all actor sounders i'm like what so, so yeah. you had done this before then so i uh, yeah yeah i had i can't remember when i did it i don't know why i did it but <laughs> i have it <laughs> yeah because i've always wanted that like a long time ago but it's funny you never till released it till today dude i i made this intro September 2015. Yeah. I never released it? <laughs> I don't know. What are you, Prince? Yeah. Secret. Secret archives. Waiting for the right occasion, Harley. <laughs> this is it. You know, Bad Boys you got, for you Life came be out. Prepared. You know? It here it is. Wow. Enjoy, people. Episode 488, El Scupido Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always... Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. That's right, you are listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. Thank you for downloading us, streaming us, whatever you're doing to us. Thank you for joining us this evening. we got a lot to talk about. we got a double feature of Jojo Rabbit and Apocalypse. Mm. The double feature you never knew you wanted, but you got. Wow. Yeah. What a double feature it was, too. Right? We've done that a lot. Like, that's how... uh, that's how yeah. we have our name in the podcast. That's what we do. You know what I mean? We always uh we always go out think outside the box, right? There's three of us, three personalities, three different choices come together in this podcast, movie podcast to talk about, discuss, review, shit on, or like, you know, all that good stuff. And we got a game, you know. And it ain't the you know, the podcast, it ain't nothing if it ain't for the BBPC family who plays um mm. Who the fuck is Reggie? And uh, we know who Reggie is now. He's a <laughs> and uh, and uh, was that a spoiler? Shit! So I was just gonna say, it yeah. might have been a spoiler, huh? It's right, a spoiler sorry. if anyone it's hasn't seen it. But what the fuck is wrong with you guys if you haven't seen it? Exactly. That's For that's a, that's a better question, right? If yeah, you know, instead of instead of having the spoiler alert thing, we should just say read here and uh, <laughs> that the spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, but what's going on, bad boys? Yo. 
Hey, I was able to. I was able to cancel uh, my last job, so I was able to get on time. You know, yeah, we're on Tuesday. Recording on Tuesday because Harley apparently. Well, we'll get office. into it in the weekends. We'll we'll get into. We'll all get that. into it in the weekends. Yeah, trust me. It's Super we'll Bowl Sunday is you know. record on Sunday night. Yeah, yes, sir. So yeah, yeah. But we're here, we're ready to rock and roll. So I believe Harley, you either came from the past or from the future to defend the past, or. I don't know where the fuck I came from. Where, where are you from? And what it, you know? Is there any fate for what we make for ourselves? I don't know, but I'm a, I'm I'm gonna yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so you saw the latest Terminator? Hold on a that. second. I'm gonna wow. one last one last modem change here. I'll be back in thirty seconds. <laughs> Dude, what man? He is going to the past. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got to get in his time machine. He needs to go to the quick. future and get himself a good a new modem. <laughs> It's not compatible. He's like, God damn it! My, God damn my future, tra- my future tech doesn't work. He's got these plugs that don't work with regular plugs. He doesn't want to do. It's all European plugs in the future. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly. <laughs> well, what's up, Tony? We're still going. We gotta be quiet. What's up? Uh, How you doing? I'm all right. You're not afraid someone's gonna steal your laptop at work? No, nah, it's too heavy. Oh. <laughs> All right. Ain't no one fucking with my tank or laptop. All right, you guys. Does my mic sound hot? It does. Y'all will see. All Everyone right. will see. Apologize. My laptop will be there at the at the at the meetup. You'll see. Oh, you have it. Huh? That's a good. That's a good uh, segue there, Tony. Want to talk about the meetup? <laughs> Let us know what's going down. Uh, yeah. Uh, February sixteenth. Uh, we're gonna have a meetup. Bad Boys Podcast Meetup. Uh, at my local you know, social center here in my uh, apartment complex, um, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. or whenever they kick us out. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll, we'll be here. Join us. Um, yeah, we'll have, absolutely. We'll, we'll have food. Uh, we'll provide some food and drinks. Um, but a couple of grapes on us. <laughs> right. But it's everybody can bring. If anybody wants to bring stuff. Yeah, everyone yourself. can bring, you know, well, Laney, I have Laney slaving away at uh, organizing the event, so she'll be sending out an RSVP type sign up thing for the potluck type site on the, type oh, of right thing on, on the messenger. Right, so that way nice. people can can sign up, say, okay, I'm bringing cookies. That way, you don't have to bring cookies if you know if someone else is already bringing something, you can coordinate and what and whatnot. Nice. Very yeah, shot ass to Laney, by the way. Thank you very much for all that because I know that's hard work and. That's not the first time she sort of helped um, organize and prep for for Bad Boys Meetup. So she's she's been uh, she's been an OG in regards to this. So absolutely, Big shout outs and thanks for RSVP and Harley. Yeah, <laughs> oh, wait, you wait. Oh, you mean you haven't yet? That's right. <laughs> He's over here thanking her. He hasn't done shit. Uh-huh. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. So you got a new modem from the future, from the past? Well, what's going on? Just... Yeah. So, all right. So um, I actually we watched it last night because uh, I've been really wanting to watch it. You know, obviously, I've, I've talked ad nauseum. Terminator 2, one of my favorite, if not my favorite movie of all time. I just found out my buddy from work, his like seven-year-old son, Terminator 2 is his favorite movie of all time. I'm like, dude, this kid, he's like seven. Is that the same kid that dressed up as T-1000? Uh, no. Right, Tony. Um, didn't he tell us a story about that? Whoa. Some kid dressing up as a Terminator. That I know. I think it's something else. 
Uh, must be thinking of another Marcus Burnett. Else, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's some of the story. Somebody else is dressed up as a. No. no. Anyways, so I figured, you know, and then you talked about it, and I think you gave it a waste of time. Is that right? I want to say so. I think so. I want to, yeah, I'm pretty sure you gave it a waste of time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I sat down, watched it, watched it in one setting, and um, it's got 6.3 in IMDb. Um, I. It's hard to it's hard to um, kind of grade these Terminator movies. You know, this one is not dissimilar from the last ones in the sense of, you know, the, the big the big selling point was this on this one was it it somehow um, erased three, four, and five, right? And it's the true sequel to Terminator Two. I don't fucking see that. Why? Because. Uh, because Sarah Connor's in it, and she isn't in any of the other films. All right, cool. Shit, that 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 doesn't help. I mean, it, it. I mean, it's a novelty that Arnold and Linda Hamilton are on screen together, and they were on screen together in when the fuck did the first one come out? Nineteen eighty-one or some shit. I mean, you know, both of these actors were essentially unknowns i mean arnold wasn't an unknown when the first terminator came out but um you know he was known for conan the barbarian before this before terminator you know so mm -hmm. it is neat to see them on screen together you know for the first time since terminator 2 you know it's kind of like when uh, de niro and and bobby d get or you know pacino and de niro get on screen together like that's cool i dig it Terminator, 1984. And the only thing he did before that was fucking Conan the Barbarian and the Destroyer, right? So right. It, he, was a, he was an unknown. You know, circa 30 years later, he's, he's fucking 40 years later, he's, he's none other than Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that's neat. Uh, from a story standpoint, it's, it's absolutely shoehorned. It's forced. The screenplay was lazily written, I think, I would argue. Um, there's, I think what, I think what they probably thought was, you know, okay, look, we've beaten the Skynet and Cyberdyne systems. We beat that dead horse to a fucking pulp. So we can't do Cyberdyne. We can't do Skynet anymore. Um, but Judgment Day essentially still has to happen, even though it didn't. But they're fucking stupid version of judgment day happens she even says you know then we launched all the nukes it's like it's judgment day it's everything you fucking said right. and then like halfway through the movie they're like we averted judgment day and i'm like um kind of but this is like this is like when fucking biff got the almanac right we go back in the time and it's fucking it's different but it still sucks it's like <laughs> like, like Again, it's still shitting on the first two movies. It's still shitting on the idea that we saved mankind. And in this movie, not terribly dissimilar from the other movies. It's like, no, well, it was inevitable. Okay, so maybe we didn't, maybe we stopped Cyberdyne systems. We stopped Skynet, but some other fucking company came along. Yeah, well, let's call them Legion. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's throw in some Mexicans because. Uh, We'll talk about uh, immigration. <laughs> immigration will be uh, will be some some uh, 
some underlying theme about Im- immigrants. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll get them started. It's fucking terrible. It's like it's 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 lazy. It's like we just have to shit out a screenplay. You know, we got Cameron on board to fucking executive produce. I was gonna which, say executive, your boy was executive produce. He didn't, he didn't do mean? anything. What the fuck? He put his name on it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, he was in Hollywood at the time of the making of, you know. Did he also say it. like once it did terrible, they flopped. He's like, yeah, me and the director, we did, we butt heads. We didn't really see yeah, eye so, to eye. I'm like, man, some... this motherfucker said it right after Bob. Why do you, you know? And before, there's, there's, you know, I, I don't. I, I, this wouldn't have been any. This screenplay, this movie wouldn't have been any better. No matter who directed it, it's very competently directed. The special effects are fine. I mean, it's all the same shit we've seen. There's a couple scenes that are, I think the CG maybe couldn't cut the mustard, so they just turned the brightness down. Like you say, wouldn't cut the mustard. <laughs> yeah, cut the mustard. You never heard that one before. Oh, what is that? What is that? Cut what does that mustard. mean? I don't know. Cut the hot dog mustard. Wait, on the wait hot you dog. don't even know what it means, but you fucking said it. Jello's jiggling. Eggs are getting warm. Tony, what does cut the mustard mean? I feel like I don't. Tony's a Heinz ketchup. Cut the mustard. Looks like cut the mustard was first used in 1907. Jesus Christ, he is from the past, Tony. (laughs) Cut the mustard. Come up to expectations. Reach the required standard. So there you go. Cut the mustard. Google that shit. I give you points for that. Fuck you. You like Um, you knew what it was. You just said it. Yeah, you want to act like you know what you were talking about. Fuck out of here. Of course, I knew what it meant because oh. I said that the movie the, from a the the special effects didn't cut the mustard; they didn't come up to standard, so they turned the brightness down. So, like the whole end sequence in the plane, it's like the dark. It's too dark for me to fucking see anything to see any of the shitty special effects kind of thing. Gotcha. So, um, I don't, I don't know that the, I I think Tim Miller probably gets too much fault for the 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 problem. I think the the biggest issue with the movie is the screenplay you shoehorned arnold's character in there that is so like ham-fisted in there that he is what he is it's so fucking terrible i mean you can argue you can i can't i'm not going to argue against the logic of him you know because well but still because in the in terminator 2 they explain how he can learn right by resetting his his uh, processing chip, but this is a different Terminator, and they never addressed them resetting his program chip. So why did he all of a sudden learn? You know, so yeah. that that was you know left out. There's so much, I mean, it's if you're if you're a fan of modern, but he also says something films, that he he like learned from the past too. But it ain't the same one. So that's what threw me exactly. off. Exactly. There's all kinds of weird. There's all kinds of problems. Yeah. Um. You know, the Terminator because it's not a Cyberdyne. You know, it's not Skynet. This new, but it's a total ripoff of the T1000. It's all liquid metal, but there's two of them. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what the fuck's that all about. It's like that's where they really cut the cheese on that one. He's like a, he's like a, he's like the dark metallic. Gunmetal gray version of the T1000. Was advanced? He was like a razor. What was he called? A raise something? Yeah, I don't remember what the fuck it was called. He was but it was a completely player. different company, you know. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But there's no like, they they don't talk at all about what his technology is or anything, and so none of it felt like 
you know, and then the whole plot reveal that she's John Connor in a sense. She's the the savior. It's not her son. It's not her son. Yeah, all right. That's something Cameron would have done. He likes strong female characters. He does. And he would have, you know, a four foot eight Latina, I guess. Okay, sure. I got no problems with that. I, I, I didn't, none of the characters felt real or felt you know, then they make the female Terminator human, quote unquote. And I was like, all right, that's cool. I got no problems with that. Although she needs a cocktail of fucking morphine. And I don't know. It felt like Pfizer was written in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, she needs a cocktail of fucking highly addictive pain medicine to keep her going. I don't know. I felt, and then they're like icing her. I'm like, what is this? Universal soldier? What the fuck is this? So. You know, I'm constantly getting bumped from the screenplay. Um, Linda Hamilton was like the one kind of shining star. I think she's she was, um, you know, she embodies that character, and I think she was able to kind of channel the real Sarah Connor of what we remember. So that was like the one character that kind of I did have a sense of empathy for. The time was about right, you know. From 91 yeah. to 2019, she'd be, you know, 30 years older and she's like a grandma in this movie, practically, you know. So, but she's a hardened vet. And, and it, you know, I'm not arguing. It's not fun to see Arnold and he's got lots of dialogue and, and he's, you know, he is Arnold. So, um, but it ends up being like, you know, from a story standpoint, from a, from a, uh, you know, again, a screenplay, it's like 15 minutes of story. Like I could tell this entire story in a short, in a 20 minute episode of the Sarah Connor Chronicles. And it's an hour and a half of it's competent action. There's nothing wrong with it, but there's nothing special about it either. And so um, it's completely forgettable. I, you know, I don't, maybe one day in the future, I'll, I'll rewatch it. I would rather rewatch Genesis again just because I've only seen it once and I kind of mm. want to go back and see that remake of the first movie. Yeah. Um, and then the truth is, I'd just rather, I'd just assume go back and watch fucking Terminator 4 again. Like, I thought it did a decent job of, you know, kind of the wasteland. And I don't know, I didn't mind what McG did with the Terminator franchise from a sci fi standpoint. So. This one, unfortunately, kind of falls flat on both fronts. Obviously, is the Terminator franchise and its own sci-fi movie. Um, so, yeah, for like you, it gets a waste of time. Come on, come on. Tony might not have a son. That would be a waste of time. Phew. <laughs> He's all looking, stressing. <laughs> no, I have yeah. them all queued up, but, uh-huh. but it didn't play. Like, I double-clicked oh. it, and I'm like, Come on. Hey, <laughs> click to didn't I it? was like, uh I was like, he might not have okay. Good. Yeah, I know. Uh you know, think they'd learn, you know, they just have the name. It's like somebody was saying, I don't think anyone cares for the Indian Terminators because they didn't grow up with them, right? This generation doesn't really know them, right? Like unlike us, where here the here's Sarah, here's Linda Hamilton, here's Arnold. Like that would be cool for us, but yeah, we grew up with it and we want a better story, different story. So they're almost rehashing the same ones they've done before and for a new audience, right? So it's like, it's kind of odd. Well, I think this is, you know, one of the successes that Cameron had, especially early in his career. 
he brought sci-fi to the mainstream. I mean, Terminator 2 was, you know, one of the most yeah. profitable rated R films. I mean, go back to Aliens, you know, um, mm -hmm. The Abyss. Um, these were groundbreaking films from a science, from a sci-fi genre, but brought characters. I mean, the Sarah Connor in the first Terminator. I mean, this was a fucking genre tech noir movie, you know, on a million dollar budget. I want to see what you did there. Yeah. And, uh, but we see this arc from these characters and we empathize with them. And, and you're like, man. And when she says you're terminated at the end, you're like, yeah. I mean, you're rooting. I mean, you're fucking. And obviously in the second movie, you're just, it's, it's more of the same. I mean, she's such a grizzled vet. It was like the most like emotional impacting scene in Terminator Dark Fate was the flashback to her warning of Judgment Day because <laughs> her performance was so fucking good in that movie. Oh, and that was in the know? beginning credits. And that's in the opening credits. It's not yeah. even the movie. It's fucking the flashback. So it's like, you know, it just goes to show the, the performance that Cameron got. And I think Linda Hamilton is genuinely a, a, a highly qualified actress that, that knows the beats of Sarah, of Sarah Connor. So. What, if, um, yeah, what if they would just focus on her character? You know, like what she's been doing, or um, like, and it wouldn't even have to be so expensive, right? Be low budget, just her. And that's an interesting concept. Like, instead yeah. of trying to continue the over the top action sequences, yeah. um, like, make it a, like, yeah, go back to like, a, like the first movie, yeah, like make it this. Well, maybe that's what the last Terminator tried to do. I can't remember, I have to rewatch it, like I said. Um, I remember it sort of being like this beat for beat remake of the first one. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't care. Like, I'm over the whole, like, I have to shit on all the remakes and sequels. Sure. Of, you know, I'm like, whatever the fuck. Right. Like, I, nobody's forcing me to go see these movies. You know, exactly. if I don't want to fucking give you my money, I won't. So, um, you know, there's five or six directors in Hollywood right now, and I don't give a shit if they pump out. You know, I don't care if Chris, Christopher Nolan craps out a a role a rom com. I'm gonna go to the fucking theater and watch it because these <laughs> these directors know what the fuck they're doing. Right. Um, and again, I, I this this the, you know the the waste of time is no in no way, shape, or form a, a reflection on Tim Miller as the director. Um, I'd, I'd happily watch any movie that he directs in the future. I think he's you know the the action is like I said competent. Um, the the chase scene at the beginning in the desert I thought was was fine. Right, a lot of the a lot of what's that? Don't review it again. Here we go. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of the uh, um, hand to hand uh, choreography I thought was very competently done. I was I was fairly impressed with um, you know the 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 Terminator the Mexican Terminator with the spikes and stuff and he's all like I was like yeah, all right cool. So what would you call him? What's that? What would you call him? A Mexican Terminator? What would you call him? Oh shit! I don't know. I think yeah. you have a racist remark no. in the, in the ready in the chamber. Ready? No, I got nothing. You know me. So. Uh, I, I mean, I was fine that that the movie, you know, more or less, a lot of it took place in Mexico. I thought that was cool. You know. Um. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I had no problems with the characters of you know their backgrounds or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just don't develop the character. I mean, they, they try to push the character. Um, what's her name? 
uh, uh, Danny and her, you know, obviously her brother and her father and, and, you know, her performance is fine. And, uh, uh, Gabriel, Gabriel Luna, um, his performance is fine. He's, 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 you know, brooding in certain scenes. And I, I was perfectly fine with that. And Mackenzie Davis, her performance was fine. Um, I, I, I totally forgot. I was looking at her IMDb. I'm like, oh, that's the, 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 like the prostitute in the Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. <laughs> I was like, whoa, yeah, check that out. There. Yeah, no shit. So, yeah, she's a little too macho for me, this one. And I like short hair, you know that. So, that's true. But, anyways, yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, it's kind of more or less what I was expecting, especially after, um, you know, you, you reviewed it and saw it. And so I know me and you are pretty eye to eye on the Terminator movies. Yeah, um, Donaldo really enjoyed it. And some other people have really enjoyed it. Some people say it's like their favorite it's as a sequel. So, I don't know, man. I might, I, I might have to watch it again just to see because I thought Donaldo was dozing off in the theaters. Yeah, I, don't remember. I mean, again, you know, the 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 connection with Sarah Connor, right. you know, it does in some ways feel more sequelish in that regards. But right. other than that, it just feels like a modern day mediocre action flick kind of thing. There you go. So, yeah. All right. What about you? Well, uh, continuing our uh, the franchise, you know, um, we wanted to see some some other movie, but the streaming service we were trying to watch H two O wouldn't work. So I was like, "You want to watch something else?" And he's like, "Yeah, let's watch Scream." I'm like, "All right, we'll watch Scream." Um, he thoroughly enjoyed it. He, I mean, to me, it's a it's a, it's a Slater. Like I love Scream. Um, uh, so the fact that he enjoyed it, I, he didn't see the ending coming. That was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he was just like, "What?" He was. I'm like, "You know who it is?" He's like, "No." He just he didn't know. Um, chipping out over phones, he attached the cords. You know, like he's like, "There's actual phones being used in the movie." You know, this is about 1996. That's awesome. Still, we still had landlines, y'all. Remember landlines? Hell yeah! I was just talking about landlines to somebody today or yesterday or something. Oh, that's right. I called somebody today and I got a busy signal. <laughs> And I went to my coworker and I was like, dude, I just fucking called somebody and got a busy signal. I was just at a job <laughs> for an hour and a half trying to fix someone's phone because it kept shorting out. That's crazy. You know what? The, you know what? That don't mean to digress, but you know what the problem was? Mm. After I've spent all this hour troubleshooting, pulling out wall plays, checking the phone line. Someone put a phone uh, um, phone lit cable into the phone jack and then from there into the back of the Ethernet port into the computer tower. <laughs> and that's what was back feeding and shorting out their phone line. Hmm. And I kept asking the guy, I kept freaking grilling them. I'm like, he's like, what did you do? And he's like, oh, all I did was pull out the phone in the kitchen and put in this new phone system. And then it worked. And then, and then, and then we did something else that didn't work. I'm like, all right, there's something you ain't telling me, you know? And they came like, hey, would you like something to drink? Something to drink? I'm like, I'm good. I'll get something when I'm done. We need to fix this, you know? Because I hate phone trouble calls anyways. I'm trying to fix it. And he's just like, yeah, we don't know what happened. We just did this. I'm like, all right. So it took. So after another after an hour, I'm like, all right, let's 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 start all over. What was the problem again? What? Tell me everything you did. You know. So I go, okay, where are your phone jacks? In the very last minute, I asked to see this one. Sure enough, there's a phone cable. I'm like, where's it going? You don't have a phone here? She's like, no. I'm like, where the hell is this going? So I go behind their desk and it's plugged into the goddamn Ethernet port in the goddamn computer. So Shorten it out, man. It was weird. So it didn't. It didn't like hurt anything. It just it just bad, it just it. it just yeah it just it would just uh, there was no dial tone going to the phone line anymore and his alarm stopped working. That's funny. Yeah. So 
Needless to say, he wouldn't be getting calls with people asking him what's their favorite scary movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So we saw Scream, really enjoyed it. Um, but then he wanted to get back to the franchise, uh, the Halloween franchise. He wanted to finish it. So we're right now we're at H2O, Halloween. It showed 20 years later where Laurie Strode, now the dean of a North, Northern California private school with an assumed name, must battle the shape one last time as the life of her own son hangs in the balance. Uh, I don't know why I read that weird. Sorry. Um, directed by Steve Miner. Jamie Lee Curtis returns. Josh Hartnett's in this. Adam Arkin. Michelle Williams. And an Uncle L, baby. L O Cool J. A little quick little cameo, too, from Joseph Gordon Levin at the very beginning. <laughs> it's a cool oh, movie. really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, Jenna Lee. Jamie Lee's actual mom shows up. I, I was breaking all these little factoids to the crew, and he was like, What? I've never He's seen like, Psycho. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, okay. Well, his mom was in Psycho, and there's a car in the movie that's from the movie, which is another cool throwback. And when she's going back into her car, they play a little bit of the Psycho score, which is really neat, too. Um, so, I, so okay, trying to explain the timeline to this poor little guy, I'm just like, I feel bad, right? So we yeah. got Halloween 1, Halloween 2, right? And then and then we got Season of the Witch. So that was it. So, so 1 and 2 were together. 2 says, oh, yeah, they're related. 4 and 5 has Jamie Lloyd, Daniel Harris' character. No more Laurie Strode. But does have Dr. Loomis returning, the doctor. So we got four, five, and six, Dr. Loomis. And uh, they're trying to kill the baby. There's this cult, nothing with Jamie Lee, nor Laurie Strode, no more, nothing. So then there's the, so we come back in Halloween, what is it? Uh, so I think after six, yeah, it's, it's true. They're finally like, you know what? Let's try to see if we can get Jamie Lee back. So they, they bring her back. So, okay, it's like, all right, four, five, and six don't, don't exist anymore. <laughs> We're different. This is from for the first one. Like, okay. Um, I think in that and this one they're still yeah still related. It doesn't get redcon until the newest Halloween. Um, so H two O. Uh, a funny part in the middle of the movie, uh, Cruz like, hey, um, is there? He's like, when when does uh when is when is when is he underwater? <laughs> when are they underwater? I'm like, huh? What do you mean? He's like, yeah, H two O. It's water. I'm like, oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh buddy buddy, no, it's H two O because it was 20 years later, not the water. But hey, wouldn't it be cool if we saw Michael Myers in the school outfit? We get some kills in the water. We might just get some. That's most hilarious. adorable thing I heard all night. It was so funny. Yeah, that's funny. Four killer kids waiting for the fight in the water. I'm thinking, man, that'd be badass. I don't think I've ever seen Michael Myers kill anybody in the water. That'd be badass. So, if anyone's listening, hey, Halloween kills a new movie. Put it in your scene. That'd be great. I saw him flip out. He'd be like, that was my idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, each show was cool, man. LL Cool J is a security guard. He's always writing, trying to write this like the next romance novel. Uh, Jamie Lee changed her name, so um, she moved to North Carolina. She's not in Haddonfield anymore. She's not in Illinois, so she can um, uh, she has a new identity. She's like assistant dean. Josh Hartnett's her kid, who um, you know, you got some teens that he's gonna start slashing around. And there's just one cool shot that was always in the trailer where um, he, he's chasing the kids. Jamie Lee opens the door, slams the door. Right when she slams the door, there's like a round uh, window, and they both see each other face to face for the first time in like years, and it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, this was not bad. People really enjoy this. Um, I, I'll be watching it again. It's uh, it's just cool to have her back. Not, not realizing we'd have her back again in the next one, right? So mm-hmm. it's just funny how you can just kind of keep doing that because um, Fast and Furious trailer. I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, just started... yeah, I did not. And, oh, you didn't watch it? And in fact, um, oh, I saw the the. Uh, I think they had it at the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And I and I immediately like got up and walked away because I didn't want to see it because every you guys like were spoiling it that it shows everything in the movie. Yeah. 
And I'm like, I want to see the movie. I mean, I'm not going to go see it in the theater. I don't, I'm, I'm over that. But I'll see the movie, and I don't want to fucking spoil it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, we have a huge spoiler in the trailer. I mean, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess it's not a spoiler if they show in the trailer, right? They show in the trailer, yeah. So they pull that shit all the time. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not watching your stupid. It's an option, but I'll I'll be watching like, it it's part three. Why do they really? Did they need to show a two and a half? Okay, they had a teaser trailer for the trailer, and then another long ass trailer, two minute trailer. It's like, yo, it's part nine. I think we know what we're getting into. Like, do you really need to show us? You just saw a, a, a car uh, burning rubber and taking off. We would be like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go. Yeah. It's another Fast and Furious movie. That's all you had to say. They show a lot, which is crazy. So, anyway, but H two O buy for a dollar was fun. Yep. Well, I'd buy that for a dollar. This Friday's Resurrection with my boy Bust the Bus. So oh shit! Curious to see, yeah. <laughs> Be interesting to see how how well that holds up. Yeah, I know it's very like. They use like uh, cutting edge technology where they're streaming stuff, and they got those head headsets with the cameras on them. Oh God! Do you remember that? It was like danger yeah. entertainment or something. Uh, Buster Ryan's entire banks was running it. <laughs> danger entertainment. I don't know something like that. It was pretty cool. A lot of these old, older, I say old, you know, movies from the late nineties, early two thousands, are very like specific to the date. When they came out, you know, the, they're constantly showing the flip phones, or you know, yeah, they're, they're they're pointing out they can search the internet, and that was a big fucking deal back then, you know. And now we're just we just take it for granted. Well, the scream in '96 when she's like, uh, when they're chasing her in their house, and uh, she goes faces there, and she locks the door so they can't get in, and um, she gets on the computer, starts going calling. It says, you know, dial nine one one, and then the operator comes on. What's your emergency? Like she's talking to somebody, like online, mm. like the police, you know. My man, she was that she had fast internet back then. They replied real quick. That's good. <laughs> so, anyways, let's look at a box office mojo because I think I read somewhere that uh, uh, Bad Boys for Life is like best January of all time or some shit. What? For a third straight weekend in a row, Bad Boys for Life topped the weekend in box office and continues to do so with ease, though it isn't as if the competition from a pair of newcomers was stiff. Oh, few what, what an asshole. Who wrote that? that bullshit. I know. I give a fuck. Who's, who yeah. came out? It wouldn't Dude, have mattered. Bad Boys would have fucked them up anyway. Fucked them all up anyways. With an estimated $17.7 this weekend, Sony's Bad Boys for Life finished atop the weekend box office for the third straight week in a row. Yeah. The film's domestic gross now tops 148 million, making it the highest grossing release in the Bad Boys franchise. Internationally, Bad Boys brought in an estimated 30.8, lifting the film's international cume to 142.7 million for a franchise best. Um, that's all it says. I read somewhere that it was like biggest January or some shit. I was like, what the fuck? Um, but I'm not seeing it here, so. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's still making like gangbusters. So fucking a. Yeah, you get bonus points when people go see it again and show us their ticket sub on Messenger. Hell yeah! Oh, you heard it right there. Harley said it. How many points, Tony? You think they should get? Like point two is what all Harley's gonna get. Go <laughs> He's only gonna we'll get go like three, point, ten, three tenths of a point. Three tenths of a point. Yeah, it's point three. <laughs> 
What if they're in the theater and they get a they get a packet of mustard and they cut it on the video and they show it to you? Oh, because cutting the mustard, that's right. good. Yeah. That's half that's half a point. <laughs> half only half? Oh, because they cut it in half? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're doing there. Oh, <laughs> Tony, you got a sound or you got music for going into the next song or yeah, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <He's> saying, no. <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Harley, can you beep up? Waka waka waka. Always gonna cut that up and loop it now. That's Click. The- Click. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what time is it? It is was it homework. My turn, right? Yeah. Let's do it. I chose Jojo Rabbit, y'all. You guys heard about it? Remember, you guys we talked about it. Yeah. Had a quirky little trailer. I remember, it was like weird. Yeah. Were you guys interested at all about seeing this, or was it just too little wacky, or or just the name Taika with TTs on it? You're like, yeah, I'll check it out. I was interested in a, I just want to know what the fuck's going on type interest, like just curious. Yeah, because it's the, it's not, it's not uh, anything we've seen. Well, it is definitely nothing we've ever seen before. Okay, okay, with imaginary purse with a friend, we've never seen that before. We have never seen the the Taika comedy attempt at the Holocaust. Like, <laughs> yeah. is, there, is, there, is there a lot of comedy revolving the Holocaust? We, we remember we did see a comedy, and it was revolving the Holocaust. Um, comic. Oh, Schindler's List. No, motherfucker. It was an old movie from like the seventies or some shit. Which one? Uh, Life is beautiful. No, is that it? Yeah, life is beautiful, life is beautiful from nineteen ninety seven. It was a it was had comedy in it, but it wasn't a parody. Right. No, you're right. And that's where this one is definitely unique. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, like this we're making it sound like it's a parody over here. Yeah, Taika Waititi written directed by him and um they was he was gonna get funded. Uh I think I was reading somewhere they said that yeah, we'll fund it if you play Adolf Hitler. A young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. Huh, that's interesting. That's in the synopsis. Okay. That's not a spoiler, is it? Wow. I know. That's what I said, dude. I'm thinking it was like, I thought it'd be just him and talk about like, oh, he has an imaginary friend and it's Hitler. But they went straight to that part. They they must. Should we cut that out? Or? <sighs> no, I don't think so. I don't think you. I, I, I think, I think it, it. For most people, like they they don't have this assigned for homework. They're <laughs> you know they don't have to watch it. So right. unless they have something like that, and then the first five ten minutes, they're gonna bounce. You know, yeah. like having that synop- having that in the synopsis. At least they'll wait long enough for that to happen, and then decide if they want to bounce or not. I don't know. Hmm. That's my guess. Okay, it's I'll okay. Leave it then. Yeah. Yeah, we got uh, uh, Bad Boys favorites, Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson. Fucking crazy. Rebel Wilson, Steve Merchant's in the house. Uh, but my MVP is my man Archie Yates, who played Yorkie. That motherfucker, that kid was adorable, man. That kid was awesome. And we'll get into him later on, too. My man holding that fucking bazooka. <laughs> oh, so amazing. <laughs> What's his name? Archie Yates? Uh, Remember him? Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. The oh, best friend. Thanks, bro. The second, yeah. the second best friend. Yes. 
Oh god, they're really they're their conversation back and forth too, where like he would say something to him. He's like, "Well, that's not the case, is it?" He's like, "No, I didn't." Th-. He's like, "Okay, well, there you go. Chalk it up for me." Or, it's like a little dick to him. It's pretty funny. Uh-huh. The dialogue is so like smartly written. Yeah, you know, it's Absolutely. just based so... on a novel, I guess, by Christine Lunin. Yeah, I read about that, and it, it too is a sort of slightly comedic look at the Holocaust. Yeah, well, they, I mean, right off the bat, too, the, the main kid too, he's great. He's fantastic. Robin, he's Robin very Griffin Davis. Both of, the, both of the young main characters are very yeah. good. Yes. Yeah, but he's got some acting chops. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, okay. Who wants to go first? <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot into it. Let, let Tony go because I feel like I, I, did, I, I did a double take. I watched it for ten minutes by myself because I was like, and eh, no, Laney, Laney, Laney isn't going to be into this. And then I had to stop, and I'm like, I need your child need, bride. You mean my child bride? Yeah. She. Okay. And then I was like, I need child bride's opinion. Like, I want I want her opinion on this. I don't want to, I don't want to watch this. Wait, what what at what part? Like why? Because you weren't feeling it, or because I was like so bananas. Yeah, it's just out there. I was like, I don't want I don't want to be alone in watching this. Like, okay, this so, interesting you say also, that because the so first wacky. time I the first time I tried watching it, I couldn't get into it, so I stopped it. Okay, came back later on and watched it. Watched it a little bit more. I, you know, I got packed. Got parts where I got it, and there was another part. There was a part that got me. Was like, okay, I'm in. Um, but for some reason, this whole Nazi camp, I just couldn't. I, I couldn't either, and I stopped. That's so funny. When when he, they they he started talking about stabbing the Jews, and if I if I ever run into a Jew, I'll st- I'll kill him and I'll stab him, and and like and how would you know? And then the you know his his friend, second best friend, uh, he's like, well, how do you know if it's the Jew? They look just like us. And he's like, oh well, I'll feel for his horn. And they smell like and they smell like like cabbage or, or Brussels sprouts. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that they smell like Brussels sprouts." I'm just going, "What the fuck's going on?" I Dude, need, I, I, I come can't. on. When the kid delivered that line, come on. No, it was brilliant. But I was like, "Yeah, I, it was brilliant." But I was like, "This is fucking wacky." I don't want to watch this by myself. I need I need some help. <laughs> <laughs> hey, woman, get over here. <laughs> I'm watching Jojo Rabbit. I don't know what to think of it. Yes, but then the, but then the rabbit scene came up, and then and then the the Oof. yeah that that was it was it was a little. That when Lady checked in and checked out. <laughs> um, Did she finish it with you? Yeah, yeah, she finished it. Okay, um, and had some interesting opinions about it, but uh, when the um, the hand grenade scene. Oh my god. That got oh that got God. me. That got me. <laughs> that got me. I love when like Hitler looks at his face when he's being carried to the hospital. He just fades. Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lots of people used to say bad things about me, but I don't care. Look at me. I don't care. <laughs> he just like brushes it off. <laughs> it's, it's so he, he is by far the the funniest part of this film. I don't know, man. Rockwell's pretty good too, man. He can't keep up with Taika. Yeah. He, and, and and it's like, how do you manage to play the most villainous human being? One of, if not the most villainous human being, certainly in sort of modern history. And succeed in making fun of him, but also it being like just genuinely like funny, like... 
Yeah, we talked he, about like his uniform. Like, he's asking about his pants. Like what you know what he's yeah, like it's even when Hitler isn't making like joking about history in a sense, he's just like stupid like one liners. It's fucking hilarious. And it's like so he's just chewing up chewing up scenery when Hitler is on screen. <laughs> There's a racist coming for you. Um, so, um, yeah, he's such a talented actor, ironically, um, considering the movie is his vision. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it's interesting to see him. So the grenade scene, Tony, and then uh, what were you saying? Uh, no, the grenade, grenade scene is kind of where the movie switches. It switches mm-hmm. tone. Because yes. it all up until that point, it's straight up parody, straight up crazy. What the fuck, you know? That's that's we're making fun of things and and things are out of, out of control. But then from there, it goes into a oh shit, okay, here here comes the the serious tone. Like yeah, there's there's well, and then it gets real heavy. And then it gets the heavy. beginning of the third act. And well, then you meet the girl and and what you know what's going on with them. Um. So it, yeah, it it I feel like it brought me in pretty well. Um, uh, uh, where was I going with that? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I liked <laughs> I liked the his him and the and the girl, the the girl they find in the wall and the girl in the girl in the wall. It sounds like a horror movie. Um, <laughs> uh, like th- that that storyline, it, it worked for me. Um, I know. I thought it was sweet that he'd write notes to her from her boyfriend. Right, right. No, and, that was true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Yeah, I like. I love the relationship between him and his mom too, Rosie. It was clever. Yeah. Um, there was that mom. scene when they're showing her mom dancing. I'm like, yeah, they focusing on her shoes for a long oh, time. Oh, that was <laughs> beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, them riding their bikes. Welcome home, gay. I I just thought it was like so so like I'm like oh what a like you know just a nice mom I and mean, then you could tell she was hiding something right but you didn't know what and then um but the was between two like when she's tying her shoe i don't know it was just it just really works it was just nice to see her like in a in a motherly role i guess you know and i thought yeah she's certainly getting old enough that yeah. she can kind of pull that character off yeah yeah and then when she was dancing then when, yeah then i then i realized why they focus on the shoes later on and i'm just like okay and then uh, and that's what you guys are referring to in the other act but we don't want to get there go on discuss talk well you know mention out loud but um, but it was interesting though right for being a comedy you know it says comedy drama war like when have those three ever been put together (laughs) you know what i mean but it works though right that's what's crazy it works for for a cute little entertainment piece it doesn't bring a lot of message with it that at least i didn't catch any but it it served more as a as a light-hearted uh take on you know you know how how a, ki- a kid's uh, it's kind of a kid's perspective right. uh, of the, like war. the drawings were like the, you know the Jews have wings and horns and right <laughs> and scales and yeah and, and <laughs> I mean that part of it if you if you think about it like it it's a uh, you know the the propaganda and and brainwashing you know the, all yeah. of that it's like you know that pro- that probably was real it probably yeah. they probably did do that to kids and did teach them like that way you know but right um. Yeah, then we had the craziest intense scene with Stephen Merchant's character when we roll up. You're like, God damn. Ooh, some yeah, glorious yeah. bastard shit right here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but then they start reading that book. They all start laughing. And one of my favorite scenes, too, was, was Sam Rockwell has that drawing. And then later on, it pays off. 
<laughs> the way it pays off, it's so bitchy. Oh, yeah. Remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, love that. Love that. <sighs> it, it's an interesting, um, you know, like what you said, Tony. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's not an, it's not trying to, you know, win an Academy Award. It's, you know, I don't, I don't know why, what his, ultimately what his goal was for the movie in the sense of, I want to bring light to the one topic that it's impossible to bring light to, or, or, I mean, it's, it's not, well, I mean, he does a good job. Written, so he, you know, he just, probably... yeah, yeah. Good point. He does a good job of pointing out the ridiculousness of, of so much, you know, you know, that they pointed out, you know, like you said, all the, the things about race and stuff like that. And, and so it, it's subtle. It's not blatantly, you know, looking in the mirror, winking at the audience, go, yeah, you know, uh, Nazis were ridiculous, weren't they? I mean, it's when Taika's on screen, it's subtle, but any reasonable adult can watch it and go and 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 recognize that they're, like you said, it's a parody. Um, but there's also some serious drama in it too, and that's, I think, where the movie. You know, we've talked about this before, and 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 I. Uh, and I actually just out of dumb luck um, watched it in two settings and picked up right before that third act where it gets yeah, all yeah. of a sudden it gets really heavy. And so the first hour and a half that I watched of the movie was this real lighthearted comedy. Which is and kind then, of the movie's advantage though, because it has that as the backdrop or it has it part of the beginning. So you can either you know really go full onto it or you know kind of shy yeah. away from it, but they didn't. But then all of a sudden it gets heavy, and it's like a whole it's like a whole different movie. And um, I didn't have a problem with that because I thought I think they did a good job of of getting you invested in the characters at the first half. So that second half, when it does get dramatic, even though it was a comedy, it still establishes characters. I'm still empathetic. Um, you still are experiencing this, the you know the war um, from a child's eyes, you know, especially at the end when they really start showing um, wherever they are that they're they're getting invaded by the Russians. You know, the movie takes place late in the war. Did you know the Russians eat babies and they have sex with <laughs> dogs? Yeah, exactly. We got to get out of here. <laughs> I don't want them having sex with our dogs and eating our babies. <laughs> the way Yorkie said that, man, I was dying. When he first met him, oh, hi, Jojo. He just drops that rocket launcher and the fucking missile goes flying. <laughs> and, that, and that's what, that's what like, it, it. there's a air of innocence throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And it, it's, and it contrasts so well against the most guilty, shameful things in our history. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, what's, that's what's crazy about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? That the way they they that, that it works like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when he's holding the knife, he doesn't know he gets ejected, he doesn't, you know, doesn't know what to do. And uh it it just yeah, it just worked, man. It, I just thought it was really well done, beautifully written. And though um I like that uh plays the very beginning, plays some Beatles, and there was another one they played too, it was like a remake. Um I can't remember the name of that song, but it was like it was like a remake. With uh, I think it was in German, right? Where they covered it. Oh right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but it worked, man. Yeah, I I had fun with it, man. I like I said, if, at first it was it was on, and I was like, gosh, a lot of people like this movie. I'm I'm, I'm like, it sucks, man. I kind of want to get into, it, but I just something about him going to uh, uh, Nazi school, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> to be a Nazi. Just well, that was a real thing, the Nazi youth camps. Yeah, yeah. and um, and they they addressed that in uh, yeah. uh, Saving Private Ryan. And they'd give the Nazi youth uh, knives, and that so that was a real deal. And it, you know, it's like uh, Tony yeah. brought up the whole indoctrination in kids, and it's you know, religion does it too. And the easiest target for indoctrination into a cult, uh, whether it's you know Christianity, in my opinion, or fucking Nazism, it's yeah. children. It's easy, you know. Um, and and that's the interesting you know, dilemma that, that the movie and that this character faces is his mom and spoiler alert. Um, and the truth is most Germans weren't. Now you can easily argue most Germans stood by and watched, um, you know, Jews being rounded up and, and put into before they even went into concentration camps they were put into ghettos and you know i mean ironically you can analogize it to what we're doing to immigrants today um which terminator did a terrible job putting that on you know in some sort of social commentary but um uh you know a lot of a lot of innocent germans a lot of were bystanders were afraid obviously you know you were it was uh, definitely you're with us or you're against us and they make that quite clear and, and even in this movie and yeah. so um you know not every german was a nazi um and obviously these children are completely naive and they have no idea and that's why i love the characters like you pointed out the innocence in these children in this and they're like, I don't understand. Like, the girl looks just like me. She is like me. She is me, you know? Mm -hmm. But then there's that one scene where she's like, no, we are not similar. Or we're not alike or something like that. And I thought that was a, kind of a heavy scene. So, um, uh, I, I, it, I enjoyed it from the get-go. Uh -huh. uh, and then, like I said, when it got heavy... I enjoyed it for a different reason, um, but I thought the, the, that balance, sometimes I struggle with it, and I thought in this movie they did a pretty good job of, of balancing act, the, the comedic element to the more dramatic, um, I would say, third, third act. So um, ultimately it gets a, a solid dollar for me for sure. I would, I would absolutely be willing to watch this again so yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd, I'd go. I'd go out on a limb and say it's a high dollar. Oh, yeah. Uh, gets a dollar for me, solid dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Fonza, did you rate it already? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I uh, I also give it a dollar too. I I really enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun with it. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, Donaldo, get your points. 
<laughs> and that scene was like, hey, Hitler, hey, Hitler, hey, Hitler. And he go all the right. Oh, <laughs> my God. The ridiculousness of that. Oh, fucking funny. But the tension that it built, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and then they, and then the, when, I wasn't uh, sure if the girl was going to do it, right? So uh-huh. you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I think it was uh, Sam Rockwell's character. He's like, yeah, we're just standing around hailing Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I I applaud Scarlett Johansson, Sam Rockwell. I, I so applaud them for being Hollywood A listers and taking on this role. You know what I mean? Like the balls that took is, I mean, that could totally black in today's day and age with the woke generation mm. or the woke culture. I think it's oh, like boy. the same at the, on the same level as like a black face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. You run the risk. Yeah. For sure. So I, I applaud everybody that, that was involved with this for, you know, putting it out there because it could have could have backfired for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, Rock, Rockwell has a history of sort of doing these small independent films, and you know, he's he's not a white. I would say Scarlett Johansson's uh, esteem as of right now, especially with all the Marvel, and she's leading her own Marvel movie now. But um, yeah, for her to like be in this movie i mean obviously i'm sure that the connection she was introduced to taika and in the last thor movie and i was thinking and fonzo you could probably answer this or maybe tony too was she in the last thor movie at all no was she okay so she didn't even have like a cameo in that because i was thinking i was like i wonder if she was in it and they like had a connection yeah that's what i was trying to think of too but no i didn't know okay yeah but it worked though yeah Absolutely, did. All right, let's see. Do we crown a champion in this first round, or do we wait to the second one? I don't know. I like, I, I like Angie's chances at winning the championship um, tonight. Yeah, I don't know if, she's but not do right now. Movie. All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right. No intro, so I'm just gonna start going through them. Here's the first one. Hello, bad boys. It's your friend. Hello, for the movie Jojo Rabbit, Peak by NCT. This movie. Actually, I chose it, but that's okay. A beautiful, beautiful movie about my favorite, my homeland, Deutschland. I did not like the man who proclaimed me. I like to put a lot of baby uh, nuts in a vagina. Anyways, I'm going down to my life, oh my, my countrymen. Uh, from... <laughs> That's German, I think. Yeah, German for sure. And Harley, who earlier in the week, he gave me, yeah, 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 he gave me 47 points. So Hitler's back, baby. I'm going to bet it all on this movie. Spoiler alert. And I say, Harley, I'm going to say he also gave it a dollar. He liked it because there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of philosophy in the movie that uh, let's just say me and Harley, we can agree with. So I'm going to go with that and then to the <laughs> subhuman. The subhuman, I don't know. 
say he he gave it a dollar, but MCP is trust Hitler. The last time, baby, he he changes metrics and everything. So what's going on? You screw me on my point that bad boys and none of them. You give it us later the first time. You never do that. <laughs> you snitch or eating motherfucker. So I'm gonna say he gave it a dollar anyway. So I'm gonna say it all. The- <laughs> what the fuck just happened? That was a long pause for the fucker. That was great. <laughs> I have no idea what he's what saying. What was he? Too. What was he accusing me of? I don't know. Yeah, well, changing your metrics for bad boys. Yeah. Oh, because you gave a movie a Slater on the first watch. Yeah, I've done yeah. that before. Keep people on their toes. Yeah, that's right. Boys, honey, gave me which was I think fifty-two points on each movie. <laughs> going up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, Hitler, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hail Hitler himself. He just goes, hey, Hitler, like, yeah. Pure, <laughs> We're taking over Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, well, that was big. Um, because if I did, he he gave it a certified D, right? Okay, so that means he just scored five points, and he doubled down on that five points. So that brings him from zero up to ten. So imagine if he does it again on Apocalypto. Mm. That could bring him up to like 20 plus points. Or that would score him at least 25 points. So where's all which, this 47 points he's talking about? Oh, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. You didn't promise him that? He didn't He didn't hail me enough. Oh, okay. So. But he finally he finally doubled or nothing and and, and did it. So I'm happy for him on that one. That's good. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't. Oh. Uh, technical I, difficulties. In uh, I don't have VLC on this machine. Uh-huh. Normally, I have each sounder queued up like separately, so that when I, because I can pause it in the middle and then pick up for the next movie. Anyway, it's not letting me. I have to play them one at a time. So, oh well. Hey, bad boys, read here. Um, time stamping it. The 49ers have just decided to receive the kickoff. Um, I'm sitting here with my Hawaiian Domino's pizza, sipping away <laughs> on my Dr. Pepper. And uh, got my Reese's peanut butter cup there for my dessert. So, nice. a great Monday. Love and life. Really delightful. Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> Let's talk about other New Zealanders, like Taika Waititi. Hey. Um, I still haven't seen this film. Um, even though I desperately want to, uh, I, I literally just haven't. Um, but you guys have, so Whoa. I think... What was that? How was that? That was me. Oh, oh that was you? So you know on Windows when you type in something and it doesn't let you and it gives you an error sound? That's the error sound on Ubuntu. Whoa. I just I downloaded Very uh, subtle. VLC. That's all. So I, was, I was trying to get something working while it was playing. My bad. Oh, good. Wherever he stands on his stances about things, um... He'll be able to be talked around, and he will give the film a slater. 
Oh, double down huh. on that, obviously. Whoa. Um, Whoa, with who? Who? Whoa. Things. So, I think Harley, oh, even though wherever he stands on his stances about things, um, <laughs> he'll be able to be talked around and he will give the film a slater. Mm. I'll double down on that, obviously. Um, I think Tony will give it a dollar. And I think Fonzo will give it a slater. And I'll double down on that. Mm. And what the hell? I'll use all of my points. Oh, there it is, kids. There wow. It is. There Put all the chips in. I and... love it when they do this because it's... <laughs> The math is so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Big big squat douche. (laughs) Tony with the uh, (laughs) makeshift inception sounder. Nice. Uh, Dang. Right. Well, we had to take a shot. He had to take. He had to shoot a shot. Right. You got to shoot your shot. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, you know, the only uh, you only miss the shots that you don't take. Do you only make miss make what? You don't it. make any points if you don't take the shot. What? Oh! 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 I don't know how to change the volume on that one, so <laughs> I won't use that again. All right, ready for the next one? Well, let's do it. Come on, come on, you can do it. What's going on, bad boys? Happy Sunday. Hope everybody's enjoying the Super Bowl and all the good foods to eat. Um, mm-hmm. Go Chiefs. Sorry, Art. Oh. But, uh, yeah, on to the picks. Jojo Rabbit. Um, I haven't seen it, but I've heard nothing but great reviews on this. So I'm going to say Fonzo gives it a dollar. And even though Tony doesn't like movies, I still think he'll give it a dollar. And I think <laughs> Harley will give it a Slater. Whoa, whoa. Um, apocalyptic. Whoa. What the crap? Why are we changing it up, man? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have gave him a solid uh, 45 points, but instead he only has 43 now. Mm. I mean, it's still, still, you know, he's playing a safe. I mean, he needs seven from Apocalypto, which means he's going to have to gamble, and, you know, he won't do that. So he's not going to wrap it up this weekend, but. Yeah, that was a weird one. Thought I'd go with the Slater, but you all think I really am racist, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. Hey, hey, hey! How are you? That was some Super Bowl, wasn't it? Uh, I fell in love with that uh, car commercial. You know the the uh, smart park one. Anyway, for the homework, uh, Jojo Rabbit. This 
starting off with uh, Holly. This fucking guy, of course. I it all up because Hitler. Hansel's um, <laughs> going to give it a dollar, and then Tony's going to give it a dollar, and I'm going to bet three because uh, why the fuck not? Wait, 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 wait. Did she just give it a certified D? Yep. Oh, she just won. Because she gambled three points, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that puts her... Because that's... Um, that alone is five points. And then gambling, that put her at like 53 or something. So I'm not even going to fucking do the math because I'm too lazy to. There it is, kids. You got a new champ. Bam. No air horn, no celebration. Cause... Um, it's coming. It's coming. Hold oh. on. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Bam! There you go. First round, I knew it. Or did Reed win it last time? Um, she is she the returning champion? Yeah, she was a champ. I thought so. Dude, what's up, boys? Get your ass kicked by a chick. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even remember her name. Uh, so 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 is are you a winner as soon as you cross the line, or can she lose it all in the next round? Ooh, I like oh. that. Ooh, sorry, uh, sorry. I Angie. say you, you chat after the game's over from the episode. Not so, sorry, Angie. One, right? <laughs> she'll fuck. She'll fuck you up, man. If she loses points, <laughs> we step away her title. Harley, you, Tony, you better you don't know, fucked up. Right? Uh, I mean, no, I. Yeah, that has excitement, but that's that wouldn't be fair. I don't think because it's we've always said it's first to 50. It's not first to finish the game, finish the week above 50. Are you sure? <laughs> that that was All right. So we don't need to, we don't need to listen to anyone else then, huh? No, yeah, please. Yeah, we Because I want to hear Evan's <laughs> accent because, you know, that's going to fucking be the best. And then he's the only one that we missed so far. So it'd be unfair. Could we could we get a tie? Uh, if somebody yeah, bets yeah. enough and they hit fifty, it's yeah, not have fair. To it's, That's right. fair. I, I would be willing to accept a tie if somebody can. All right, all right. Actually, Here you go. Or because because in that sense, um, it's just the dumb luck of playing the call in order. Right. So, yeah, I would be willing to. Um, wait a second. How does that work out? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, if if somebody were to cross the line at fifty points on the same movie, oh, we would just give the tiebreaker to whoever scored the most points. Does that make sense? Like, like say for instance, uh, Evan scored fifty points on Jojo Rabbit as well. Well, it'd be unfair to say she's the champion just because you played her call first, right? So you would have to go with whoever scored the most points. Right. Over. So if she got fifty-one and he got fifty-two, he would win, he even would though win. he got played yeah. second. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, he'd have to gamble. He'd have to double or nothing on Jojo Rabbit, but play it. Hello, this is Franz Hans Zimmler, long-time listener and first-time caller. This movie, Jojo Rabbit. Wow. I think my friend Hitler would not like it. The ending is too damn sad. But there are points to be made, and those points will be mine. <laughs> so, the fear, Harley, will do this. <laughs> a slater. Oh. The other ones will give it a higher dollar. 
I bet five no of points. nine points on this. He said no points? Five. I think he said five. Okay, so that fucks him. I put him negative two points. And all in all. Hello! I mean, I'm just making this, sure. I bet five of nine points on this. Yep. Five. Five. I'll keep a rough estimate so I can give you first, second, and third. Dude, is his accent... Like, I feel like he could... Like, he takes classes on accents in the week. Right, yeah. There's like audiobooks and shit. Or fucking so good. He has a tutor. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Art just steps up the, the methamphetamines game every week. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So you're saying you want more intensity at Evan? You want him to do some rails? No, what he brings to the table, nobody. I mean, Angie can do some pretty good accents, but they're always sort of stylistic or not stylistic. They're they're you know they're typically pretty cliche. What are you oh. saying? All, all of Reed sound the same? What are you saying? Uh, no, Reed Reed's had some outstanding accents. Um, no, everybody has had outstanding accents. Evan, it, his he doesn't sound like he's doing an accent. He just sounds like he's doing his native tongue. And that's something nobody has been able to replicate. Um, unless Angie's doing the the hyper-stylized Latina. Ironically, the character in Terminator. Mm. So. Um, yeah, no, well done, Evan. I mean, that was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. The voices, anyways. I don't know you're gambling. So, yeah. <laughs> Championship is crowned. Um, Ronaldo was in second place with 43. Mm. Uh, Evan off in a third place with 31.5, which is his first championship. So I, I, I'm bad at all. Yeah. Um, uh, Art uh, finished off in a distance third with 10. And Reed has zero points. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So thank you everybody for playing. Uh, but y'all can't hold a candle to Angelina. She is she's knocking them out the park. And it's not like she plays it super close, like super conservative either. Like she gambles, you know. Just make she sure just... you don't interrupt her when she's on the phone. You know uh, I don't have it. Oh, dang you. That was all of you, Tony. Yeah. I know. I was excited. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, I figured it was going to happen either this round or the second round. I mean, we knew, we knew it was going to happen this episode. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, we knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when. Yeah. So, um, no, that was great. Good good championship. Um, it was a good round. I mean, now they've got an extra player. I mean, it's – it. Um, it definitely hypens it up. It definitely um, challenges more people to do more voices, get a little more creative. I think you can see. That. I think you're seeing how um, gambling. Right, Tony. Didn't you say like you you would like to see, or you you I don't know if you were joking, but you, you said gamble on each other. <laughs> yeah, like bet each other on the game. Yeah, I on, like that on, on the football game. I was like, yeah, why not? Spend your points spread among each other. It's not like. 
you know, you're getting where there's more points being distributed. You're just redistributing amongst yourselves. That's that's yeah. fine. It's just oh, like, yeah, I'm confused. So they can bet each other for their own point for each other's points. Yeah. One person says, oh. I'll bet you five points. The whoever the fuck won, right? Chiefs won. So if they win, the other guy gives them the five of his points. Yeah, we still have to. Oh, you're saying gambling outside of the game with each other. Right. Yeah, they can gamble uh, all they want with each other's points. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as I, because the only issue is I have to, you know, we have to make sure that it, you know, gets accounted for. And I'm, um, especially right. when I went back to right. my they need a, a day or two of, messenger yeah we should probably make a way for them to put their points into escrow with the bank and shit but whatever (laughs) anyways um yeah all right what y'all think about apocalypto (laughs) (laughs) segway 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 my first time watch what about you guys i feel like it's the second time we i thought we assigned it a long time ago I think so too. Um, I watched it once a long time ago, mm. um, but not so long ago that I didn't review it on the podcast. But it was, you know, it's probably eight years ago or some shit. Right. So, <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, I, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting movie, and and ironically, a lot like Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> This too is two completely different movies. We can spoil this movie because it's old and it's it's got a high rating. It's got a seven point eight, but we can spoil it because I don't, I don't know. Do these one of you have an issue with spoiling the movie? No, that's not fun. Yeah. So uh, the IMDb synopsis: As the Mayan kingdom faces its decline, a young man is taken on a perilous journey to a world ruled by fear and oppression. And um, um, I don't know if this was kind of a passion project for Mel Gibson. Um, you know, he did uh, The Passion of the Christ, ironically, before this, as from a directing standpoint. And um, this one's got a lot of, like, uh, very gruesome um, practical effects, special effects. Um, when the characters make it to the uh the capital i'm not sure it, they don't reference exactly what what it is um there's definitely some historical um liberal uh, what's the word when when you take um liberal um they're not they're not trying to be as accurate as possible Feel like somebody should be helping me, but uh, yeah, there's a term for like artistic license or no, something. Like when you're like, yeah, you know, it's close, it's good enough, close enough, based on the true story kind of thing. But it doesn't have to be that accurate kind of thing. Um, God, what is that word? I'm looking for? Anyways, um, they get to this sort of ancient south american central american i think the movie it kind of implies that they're in mexico because it's chris actually was talking about the mexican pyramids on the coast 
And um, they're arguing that this is the Mayan civilization, but there's little to no evidence that the Mayans actually did human sacrifice. That was more of a um, Aztec, an Aztec thing. So, um, uh, yeah. So, but when they get to this city, the amount of work that went into the the costumes and the sets it's like insane i'm like wow they spared no expense when it came to that city and then five minutes later the movie changes complete tone and it thus now becomes a chase movie and it and i don't like it it i think it's a stumble um I think they should have spent more time in the city and, and experimented with the culture and expanded on it and, and talked about it. Why wouldn't they, they spend all this money and resources on this, this entire city with all these characters and all these little tiny little ecosystems going on with wealth and, and, and it's fascinating. And then all of a sudden it's off to just running through the jungle for 45 minutes. And I thought, yeah, it's fun. It's cool. It's a good action. But I want to go back to the fall of the Mayan civilization. Whether yeah, it's because they, they, they showed all you needed to show that it was, it was all fake. It was all, it was all a show. It wasn't like, they, they showed in that scene that they were doing all these, you know, doing all these sacrifices and blah, blah, blah. And the only, the, everything that they're doing is to control the people. They, sure. they, they, displayed that in that scene and that's all you really need to know the rest of it is just it's just filler like yeah the city life and 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 might be interesting maybe like maybe for like a series you know 30 minutes at a time yeah. but but in it for the context of this movie is like yeah it's it's, it's it, they showed all they needed to you know the eclipse happening and then they're, they're losing control of their people the people are saying look the it's the gods the gods what the what the fuck guys you're supposed to be appeasing appeasing the gods and they're not being appeased uh and the 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 head guy is just like yeah come on say something <laughs> say something to, to, to placate them you know yeah. like that's that's all that really mattered um and it worked for me i mean yeah it, i could i could see what you're saying though it'd be cool to see like a like a little mini series of the the pyramid mayan life yeah the culture the just sort of that microcosm of right. and that was another thing um uh there was li there's little to no um evidence that there was any kind of widespread slavery in any south american um um cultures and so the fact that they were using um mass slavery was probably un um if there's no evidence then why'd they display it like that like what's it based on i'm not sure i it just um like i look up the wikipedia and most um most historians of ancient south american Meso mesoamerica cultures said that we we didn't really see any i mean obviously you're going back in you know thousands of years basically i mean this is back when jesus was still alive in essence um 
no this excuse me this movie takes place in like 1500 so like right right around when when um europeans came so yeah huh. sorry, this, I, the oh, first I, article i pulled up but it is it is from 2002 and 1996 maya had a system of serfdom and slavery mm. Mm. the slavery status was not passed on to the children of slaves However, hmm. unwanted orphan children became slaves and were sometimes sacrificed during religious rituals. Slaves were usually sacrificed when their owners died so that they could continue in their service after death. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure you're going to find both sides of it, you know. Um, it's interesting. It's fascinating to me as a history buff. And I think in, you know, being um you know um a north american um we have to remind ourselves that these people are americans too um mexico south america canada um they're called the americas but anyways um it's fascinating it's just not something i've ever been educated on and it's not something we are educated on in north america about the experience of the natives in you know central and south america uh, you know i think the experience experiment was or experience was similar to what happened to the native americans in north america um, but the indigenous people in central and south they had their own unique cultures and and they built these gigantic pyramids that we didn't get in north america which is fucking fascinating um I mean, that alone is, I mean, these were very complex cities that we just did not have in North America, or there's little to no evidence of it. So that's fascinating. And Hollywood really, I don't know, has taken on um, the subject matter. And when Gibson takes it on, he wants to bring a visual authenticity to it. Well, you know, obviously there's some artistic uh, license. license. Yeah, they're almost like if you were onto something, Tony. Um, uh, you know, we don't know, but I mean, the headdresses and it's just fucking beautiful to watch. Yeah, it's uh, like nothing I've seen before. Yeah, it's nothing, amazing. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye, it's oh, we're just going to watch these guys run through the, through. And then it becomes kind of like you know, setting up booby traps. And I'm like, all right, I've, this I've seen before. And while it's done well, I have no problems with it. It's two completely different movies. And and now he's just on a foot race back to his his uh, to his wife. Kind uh, of. So that that kind of took me out. And I thought, why not just stick with more some more of the dramatic storytelling elements that I I I would have enjoyed. I don't know why he wanted it to be this sort of over exaggerated um, action movie. Um, you know, like Tony said, man, you could make this a 10-part miniseries and have one episode dedicated to a chase, but, you know. So, um, I can see why it's not, and there's also a lot of people that don't like it because Gibson doesn't take a, a stance clearly one way or the other about whether these people are quote-unquote savages or not you know they're obviously being horrific to each other 
And we've seen that in history with everybody, right? Uh, the Germans against the German Jews. I mean, that's, you know, we just talked about that. Um, every culture has, has, you know, stabbed each other, whether it's the North Americans and the Mexicans or whatever. We've all been one. We've all been, you know, cutting each other's throats. So it's, why would we expect um, the indigenous people of Central America to be any different? But in this one, Gibson could be accused of not glorifying it, but pointing out this civil war and how grotesque they were to each other. And then at the very end of the movie, we see a bunch of Christians coming. And while they reference them as like, no, I don't think we need to go talk to them. Let's go back to our the way we were doing it before. And obviously the main character was very peaceful and their tribe was very peaceful. And um, you could make an argument, especially with the whole shit that Mel Gibson goes through afterwards. I don't know. His, his, um, wasn't it anti-Semitic comments he made or something? Yeah. He was pulled over or some shit. I, I can't even remember what the fuck he find did. It, find it was his girlfriend. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think after something like that happens and we watch a movie like this, we're like, what was his take? He had to have had a stance. And, you know, was he saying that the the natives were deserving? Of no, no, no. His point was you should not, you should be wary. You should be cautious. You should be fearful. The movie started off with the the one tribe out hunting, and then the other tribe comes by, and he then the father of the the main tribe was like, "What did you see in them?" He's like, "You saw fear. Don't let fear take a hold of you. Be happy." And that was his tribe. He was like, "Yeah, just, just be happy. Ignore that they're fearful." The, the, but the, our main character, he's curious. He's like, "What the fuck scared them?" But his dad's like, "No, no, 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 no. Just just be calm. Be happy. Live your life." And then what happens? Well, shit gets shit gets out of hand, you know. So, and at really? the end of the movie, he has an opportunity again. He's like, "Oh, shit's about to go down." He's got these shiny-headed, you know, guys coming in on on floating boats. So it's like, I think I'm gonna take the safer route and be fearful <laughs> and go off and hide. Like, I think that was the point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be easy to make that argument, and that's kind of more or less how I felt. I didn't feel that. Gibson was making some social commentary on how horrible the South Americans were to each other. I didn't, I didn't feel that way. I think it's just an unfortunate coincidence because of his own, you know, rantings, his drunk rambling, but neither here nor there. Um, so that's probably kind of hurt the, um, sort of how this movie holds up historically speaking. Um, but yeah, from a visual standpoint, it is phenomenal. I mean, and it's obviously all foreign language. It's all subtitled. This is not a foreign film, you know. Um, but they, I think they re- tried to recreate the ancient Mayan language or some shit. Like, kudos to the actors, um, the villains, the main fucking villain and his henchmen. I can't think of his the name. Um, the guy who who calls Jaguar Paw almost. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Creepy motherfucker. Genuinely villainous. I mean, they are so good 
the villains in this and then and then when we get to the then when we get to the city it's like oh my god this place is crazy um so yeah i mean there's just some amazing cinematography and um you know going out on a limb i mean so um yeah from a visual standpoint this this movie is amazing again it's like for me my taste is is i would have much rather seen the, the more spend more time in the city that was my biggest thing but um and i think if they had done that this could have been a slater um mm. but as it is like the first like hour and a half is a slater for me that last like 40 minutes of the movie ends up being kind of like a solid almost a low dollar and um so it, it averages out to a solid dollar right on uh, dollar i'd buy that for a dollar yeah i'm there with you like i i, I enjoyed i i enjoyed it all pretty evenly though all the way through i didn't have a taper off the way you're talking about although i do recognize that yeah that last chase could have been anything uh could have been anybody like it could have been any it didn't it there's it wasn't anything really specific to the mayan people other than you know they're running around half naked and it, that's that's about it they used spears they used traps they used you know poison so nothing really unique to the time i guess um that to make it stand apart but it was still enjoyable you know i, I still enjoyed it um so yeah it gets a dollar play fucker. i'd buy that for a dollar I always heard from Denal like, "Oh, this movie's great. You gotta watch this movie's great." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it one time." Um, you know, then I'm then I'm watching it, and then um, the moment I got hooked, and it got me scared and upset, and all these emotions was when he had to hide. Jaguar Paul had to hide his wife and kid, mm, and that yeah. raid's coming and to take off. And the kid says like that. Don't no, that shit just got me in a whole nother level. If I would have watched it before, probably wouldn't matter. If I watched it younger, it wouldn't matter. If I watched it in uh, 06, you know, probably watch it differently. Now, can't help but to watch it differently. And that shit just was, like, terrifying, you know, to leave your family like that. And and the kids in the water, you know, um, and how resilient they are by saying, oh, don't worry, I'll, we'll look after them. Like, God damn, that's a brave, brave little girl right there. Yeah. Um, um, to the to the one guy too, where his girlfriend he has to see her get taken away. It's just so heartbreaking. It's like God damn, man. Like they're not speaking English, they're not saying much, you know. But it's all in subtitles, and you can, read, you can read. You can, yeah. You can read the emotions. You can feel the emotions. You can um, from the beginning when he's, he gets his nuts burned and he's <laughs> after, <laughs> yeah. after shooting, he's cooling them off like uh, to the and making them eat nuts. Like it was, it was. It's an interesting way to have a movie so dramatic start off. With such um, with such humor, with little humor, you know, little humor bits like that in the beginning, you know, you kind of like get to know the characters, kind of, mm-hmm. and uh, and and see and get to like them really quick, and then uh, you get a hint. I remember when I saw that other tribe and they said we're finally looking for a new place. I'm like thinking to myself, I- I've seen this type of movie. Something, something you know, there's got to be another tribe or something that's even worse or scarier. That's that's why they're leaving. And sure enough, when the next morning they did, it's like, oh fuck. 
dude, and Mel Gibson, man, kudos to him too. He's a great director. Um, he don't hold anything back. Um, oh, like when, when that one guy snatches the baby and he's holding him upside down, mm-hmm. that shit right there is like more hardcore than any movie, any horror movie you can think of in the last couple of years. But that was horrific. And the Jaguar going to town on Homeboy too was. <laughs> I'm just thinking, okay, they'll pull away. They, they okay, that's enough. They, they want okay. They, oh, no, they will. Going. Oh, he's still going. Oh, he's still going. He's okay. Uh, you know what? I remember you directed Passion of the Christ, and you didn't hold back then. So you're right. You won't hold back. You're gonna start filming that. You're gonna make it very uncomfortable, which I appreciate it. I mean it because it works. It, it just gives you that raw feeling, like dude, when he's being chased by that jaguar, you f- feel it. You know, I, like, I was impressed. Like, run as fast as you can. I, I was impressed how they pulled that special effect off in 2006. They said he was actually running away from him. Yeah, must, must have been farther away than yeah. than uh, he looked. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I was impressed with that. I, well, so here's the thing: I let Mazzy watch it with us. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And I literally like. Why are we surprised? Yeah, no shit. Uh, no. It was like I think it was when they pushed the body off down the pyramid. You I look head? heads will roll. Yeah. Oh, then then and then the whole then they throw the body afterwards. Oh. I looked over to Mazzy, and you could see her like white knuckling <laughs> pillow, and so I just paused the movie, and I was like, Mazzy, uh, she, she looked at me, and she's kind of got this like blank stare on her face, and I'm like, remember. Movies are fake. This did not happen. Okay. Maybe something like this happened in real life, but it didn't happen for this movie. And you could see her like taking a breath and going, Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank God. Because, <laughs> yeah. Dang. Mm. Traumatized. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, sorry I interrupted. Oh no 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 no! I was just um, just want to say off the points. Yeah, I I was invested immediately, you know. And I'm sitting here, watching it at home, some parts, watching it at on my lunch break, and just when on my phone, this one dude came up, to, started talking to me. He's just yapping away, and I'm like, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm in the middle of apocalypto. Would you fucking fuck off? Like, who cares? This dude, he kept bugging me, dude. This guy, I was like, he had like 15 shoes he's cleaning. He's just banging him against a tree in a light pose. Like he's taking the sand off him, and he's got to wash him. Like, what's up? And he's playing like hip hop music all loud. And he's bobbing his head. I'm like, motherfucker, man! Like, who the fuck cleans their shoes like so much? Like, how many shoes do you got? It was crazy. But then once I just ignored him, I went. I got back into the movie and just automatically get hooked, you know. And, oh, just, yeah. oh, and I'm pulling for Jaguar. I'm just pull, you know. Um, it's um. Yeah, and Melkis just knows how to uh, direct intense, very intense, yeah. you know. And everything felt so real and authentic. Like, they just was like, you know, we're going to jungle. We just found these people. Let's start filming, you know. Because everybody like, looked. Sure. Very, yeah. So, yeah, to me, it's a high, high dollar. I can see why Denali likes it so much. So, yeah. It, it's just really, really nice. All right. Double D tonight. Yep. <laughs> all right, so we're listening to all of them again? Yeah, why not? All right. I'm, I'm entertained by these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. Where's 
this one playing? I made the call. I made the effort. But yeah, we got to listen to her. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I got to scrub through this guy a little bit. Oh. Come on. Where are you? Maybe my computer's... Hello, bad boys. It's your friend. I didn't go nowhere with the worst accent ever. Schlitterbahn, Autobahn, Ikea, some type, whatever. I'm going to say, Holly, what, what's going on, Holly? This is the second movie you, you peak with fucking these brown people. Apocalypse. <laughs> <Shit>. Roma. <laughs> you, you, you need to come out oh, to the meeting. Roma. That's what motivated me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holly, to the Nazi meetings. Well, I mean, the, the meetings, you know, the mega rallies. So I'm gonna say, ah, fuck that accent. I'm gonna say, Harley. I don't know. This, I don't know. It was action patch or Harley. He's uh, getting off sophisticated on this lately. I'm gonna say he gave it a dollar. Fuck to get a dollar. And MCP. I'm gonna say he gave it a dollar. And I'm betting the rest of my remaining. I think I probably won right now with all the points I betted on the <laughs> earlier movie. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna bet all my other 52 points that I probably accumulated throughout. And I, I'll see you guys next week. Have a hopefully you guys have a su- good Super Bowl Sunday. Everyone except MCP for fucking up his metrics and putting me out of this game. Other than that, have a great show, guys. That voice for us. Like you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, Tony. How can you do that to him, man? So that would actually put him at. Uh, he got the this the dollar the certified D. So he got the bonus point. I'm not gonna give him the accent just because it was a run on from the last. And he gave up. Hey. He gave up. Yeah, exactly. But he just got four. So that puts him 14, and then he doubled downs on that. So that put him up to 28. Oh shit! Yeah. God damn. I mean, that's how this game can fucking swing. Isn't that crazy? That's you know the, t- the person that makes has the most points wins the game. Wins it. That's pretty yeah. amazing. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. You went from zero to twenty-eight, and from zero to hero. Yeah, yeah. If we gave him one more week, he would have won it for sure. <laughs> and Tony wouldn't have fucked him over with his metrics. I know, right? <laughs> it's all your fault. Brown on brown crime. All right, next. Hey, bad boys, Reed here. Um, and he will give the... Uh, and what the hell? I'll use all... Apocalypto. Um, oh, somebody's calling through for me. They can wait. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, that was awesome. Um, Give the man a point for that, putting the person on hold. He's making a call, goddammit, to the BVPC. Fucking bad boys for life. Seriously, he rides together. Oh, right. Apocalypto. Um, good film. Not great film. Go away, Piper. I'm talking to the bad boys. Oh. <laughs> oh. He is on the phone. <laughs> I am on the phone. Yes! Oh! Yes! 
Good stuff, man. Tony, you fucking um, spoiler alert, you. <laughs> Sorry. I read it, read. Yeah. <laughs> you read it, read. Probably. She's going to get started her own meme. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Good stuff, Karen. Um, uh, Holly's going to give it a dollar. Tony's going to give it a dollar. Fonzo's going to give it a dollar. It's a certified D. There we go. Bad boys for life. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking. Absolutely. All right. Next, I think I have this up somewhere. Holly even can't points anymore. He like he didn't even care. Who were that champion? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he having zero at the last. Yeah. Minute. I think I played that already. I think I played that already. All right. Who's next? Three. Where's the three? Three here. I can never pronounce it. Apocalypse, whatever. You know <laughs> what <talking> <laughs> it ain't that hard. It's one of my favorite movies. I love it. Talk can't about pronounce? It. Yep. Survival movie. Um, me and myself, I give this movie a Slater, but I think, what the fuck again. He gives it a Slater. A, I didn't ask, and B, right. if you're going to give it a Slater, you need to fucking pronounce it. Exactly. I'll give it a dollar, and Harley will give it a Slater. Clayton, Tony, and Fonzo will give it a dollar, yeah, okay. and Harley will give it a Slater. So, yeah, those are my picks. Take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life. Go Chiefs. Hey, well, there you go. Congratulations, A1. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. He, um, yeah, that's funny. He, um, he loves it. <laughs> it's funny that one time he didn't certify D it, he uh, he missed out. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, every once in a while D will will go with something other than a certified D. It's rare, <laughs> right? But every once in a while, he'll surprise us. Once in a while, surprise, surprise, Marty Pants. Surprise, Marty Pants. All right. Next is Apocalypto. I don't know what kind of accent this is, but saying Apocalypto makes me want to <laughs> Now the champ is just showing off at this point. That's just fucking... Now I'm, just, now I'm just annoyed. That's just ridiculous. Like, take it easy. Calm down. There you go. Harley's going to give it a dollar. Alfonso's going to give it a low dollar, and Tony's going to give it a dollar, and I'm just going to bet one. So uh, there you go. Homework and extra credits. Always a pleasure, boys. Talk to you soon. Yes, you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she can give uh, She can give us what... Um... She just added to her points lead on that one. Yeah. It's impressive for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, and here's here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. Well, there you go. Wrapped up another another championship. Hang on, this is this is playing, but I don't hear a voice. 
Can you say human sacrifice? <laughs> this week, you made us watch Apocalypto. So you didn't know, though? That's how now you that it. you have watched it, too, maybe you can help me win some points. This is this like Dora the Explorer? Oh, that's what he's doing. <laughs> if MCP is giving this a dollar, what will Fonzo give it? A Slater, a high dollar, a dollar, or low dollar? Same here. A high dollar. <laughs> Can you name the bad boy who is the most racist? <laughs> you got it, Harley. Harley is giving oh. this movie. Oh, she had a laugh. A high try. dollar. Oh, she laughed. Final and, question. Uh... How much am I betting? 25 points. That's right. I'm going for the crown. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait a second. So, that, uh, how would that have panned out? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Wait, Wait a second. You don't fuck yourself now, Harley. <sighs> All right. So, I got to really pay attention now. So, he oh, lost. you fucking dickhead. He lost two points, gambled two points on JoJo. I actually did the math. So he had something, Joe. He had 31.5. Okay. And did and he got he got a point and a half for your high dollar, right? For Apocalypto? I give it a high dollar? Yeah. 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 Okay. And he had half of he had 31 and a half. So that would actually give him that bonus point. Tony uh gave it a dollar and he 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 got all three right, correct? Yeah. Which that's three and a half plus another Dora the Explorer accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to him because what the fuck not? So that he scored five and a half points. And then he gambled. So that's 37. And then he gambled 20? 25. 20. 25. Dude, that puts him at um, um, 60 point, 62 points. I don't... Now what? So he you're won. saying Angie won because she called in first. You said the first of six. Oh, that's, uh, I mean, by Angie our would, metrics, it, excuse my ripping off, I, I don't see how you can't give him the championship. You, you're going to take away well, the Well, I said, that's what I said. I said we wait till the, they have to play no, both games until so it's the that. end of the week. Right. Then Harley said you were the first of 50. Right. Then you said first of 50. So the first of 50 counts for the first movie? Or first, first we never, fifty we never, in the week. That we never clarified. That's this is this is new territory. This is have them both on. If they're Same willing time. to. <laughs> oh, I would be fine with that. Um, I I don't I don't know how I need to sleep on this. What <laughs> the hell? I don't. I, I don't oh. know. It would be unfair to him if you said 
you you didn't win because we never clarified that it's first of 50 and the f homework is the one that counts the most. I mean, we have occasionally reviewed the extra credit before the homework. Um, we, you know, we've kind of screwed ourselves a couple times in, in having to, to play the, the calls back and forth. So it's not unheard of us to, mm -mm. to review, you know, it wouldn't have been impossible for us to review Apocalypto before JoJo, in which case he would have won in that regards because she, uh, although she did a Slater, or she got the certified D on Apocalypto. So I don't know if that would have, that probably would have put her over 50 on Apocalypto, but he would have won the tiebreaker because he gambled 25. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of speechless. What do you guys think? I feel like I'm talking and, and my mouth is moving, but you can't hear me talking. Yeah. I like, I like hearing you squirm. This is great. <laughs> I, I, I'm just thinking how great it is. Not, I don't have to count anymore. And you took it over. It's fantastic. You're still happy with that? Yeah. I think they should arm wrestle in the meetup and see who determines who the winner is. I don't know. I, I mean, I would, unless you can convince me otherwise, I think he is the champ. I mean, Tony, do you? What's your take on this? Yeah, he's good. We, I mean, we never clarified. Um, and based on that, it seems like the person who gets the most points is the theme that's been repeated every week by you guys, <laughs> you know, the team who gets the most points is the one who wins. Right. So the first to 50 and who has the most points, like the first to 50 just determines when the game ends, not who wins, who wins is determined by the number of points. So that, that, that the number of points is what determines the winner. The, the first of 50 is the, the determines when the game, the season ends. So it's two different uh, measurements. I mean, I so guess in so a way you could argue he kind of hacked the, uh, the game by... I mean, like Art did, you know, just doubling or nothing at the end because he's got nothing to lose. And so Evan was thinking like, well, Angie's likely going to win. So why not? I got to, I got to, you know, shoot for the stars. And he fucking hit it out the park. There's nothing wrong with what he did. Yeah. Right? I, there's right. nothing wrong with what he did. I'm not, yeah. I'm not arguing. I'd rather he called first, second, third, or last. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I think if anything, it showed perhaps you could argue and if I was Angie, I probably would try because I'm a I'm a sore loser. But that's just me. Angie, I think, is one of the more gracious players of the show. She has shown time and time again that she is very humble. Um, it's very similar to our our past champ, Art. Very humble. Very humble. <clears throat> so, um, if I was Angie and I was a sore loser, I would argue that the rules weren't clear enough. And I deserve to be the champ because uh, I, the thing is the rules, yeah. the, those rules being clear or not doesn't change their play. Correct. 
So it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. They can't argue it because they wouldn't have changed their behavior based on those rules. Yeah. Mm. Well, I could take it back. I could take it back. They may have bet more on the first game, on the first movie, on the homework, because it's the first to cross the line type thing. But that's not that's not the that's not the way the game. And that's not. I don't think that that's. I don't. I don't. I. I won't. I won't agree that that should be the rules going on going forth. No, I don't think so either. Especially since the whole you know whoever gets the most points you know takes the trophy home. So most points. That's what matters. Congratulations, Evan. Yeah, good job, Evan. I don't know your fucking last name, but oh, Smith. Okay. I. Congratulations, Angie. I'm sorry, uh, but you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Man, just like that. Wow. You have passed the crown, the torch. Mm-hmm. We should see him in the crown. Damn, that was impressive. That was I would never have that before. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. And like I said, I think I I feel a little guilty because we didn't this particular situation we didn't address. Well, it's it been addressed. It's, t- it's been taken to the it's been taken to the Supreme Court, and uh, precedent is now established. There you go. So, all right, Evan, <sighs> what what are we watching? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let us. Are we know. giving Angie the extra credit? Is that? I yeah. think it's only fair. Yeah. I always forget. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good, good policy. So we're doing that for this. We have picked or that. No, that's for next week's, right? Or for when uh, you know what I in the meetup. Let's um. Uh, is the meetup? No, it's not next weekend. It's the following. No, it's weekend. the following week. Are we are we assigning movies for the meetup week? Because we're not gonna we're not gonna record a podcast on the meetup day. Are we? Uh, or are we? No. No, we kind of work, and I gotta pull pull one out of our ass real live audience what do we do live audience yep. as, as we talk just review a movie review I movies like we had to do like a yeah that, would, that wouldn't work i'm too loud yeah. no no yeah. i think that the yeah yeah the the that's yeah. a it's a bye week fun. for everybody yeah um they, well, can tell, they can tell us they can well they can, yeah they can tell us the homework and extra credit there yeah i like that idea and i'll say this i don't want to have to force two movies in between oh, that and this Sunday. So let's let the champ pick a movie. For this Sunday? This Sunday. And uh, if that frees up some time to watch an extra or two, that's great. If not, oh well. I'd say that's uh, fair. Say that again? That's fair. That's that's fine. Okay. Cool. So let him pick one. Uh, let him pick one and see if he could. Um, we can arrange yeah. a time to have him on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Cool, cool. That'll work. Awesome. Congrats, Congrats man. man. Crazy. Absolutely. What a awesome. wild turn of events that one turned out yeah. to be. Yeah. Who'd have thought we'd get a Dora the Explorer <laughs> <laughs> to win it all too, man? Dora's gangster, yo. He ceases to amaze me with his yeah. accents and shit. Like, very tight. That game up, y'all. For real. I'm just happy there's another fucking white guy on the podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay. How do you follow that, Tony? He is white, right? The fucking name. <laughs>
Yeah. Hey, y'all met, a, y'all met a Mexican named Evan? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fonzo's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And actually, I don't think this was the first championship. I think this is the first um, championship that he... Um, this this wasn't his first season. Is that what you're saying? Maybe it's his first from beginning to end. You're telling was, me this this dude came in first season, a a rookie. We got wait, a rookie. Didn't he start a week late? Yeah, he, he started late. It is because he didn't get points for Benny and June and Dead Poet Society. His first movie was He Won't Get Far on Foot or Don't Worry He Won't Get Far on Foot. In which case he got zero points. On Dead Poet Society, he got two points. So his first points were on on Dead Poet Society. Dang. And so the first week, Benny and June, in which case Angie scored two, Reed scored four, Art scored one, and Donaldo scored four points on Benny and June. And he was unable to gamble because he hadn't started yet. So not only did he win the championship, but he won it on a sort of on his dis- rookie year, on a his, handicap, disadvantage, yeah, a handicap, Dude. exactly. Yeah. I got the MVP of the season, rookie of the year, lots of points scored. I mean, just accolades and accolades everywhere, man. It's impressive. I, I think it goes to show the it's gonna make everyone how, step the game up. It goes to show how the game can be won or lost on huge swings by gambling. Maybe maybe we need to look into the gambling. Um, no, I think it's great. <laughs> All right, MCP has spoken. Yeah, I just don't know. Other than than helping automate the tracking somehow with technology, I can't think of what we would do. Automate automate the tracking. What? Like you know, they can enter their their picks online. Oh, you're saying my math isn't good? Uh, I'm not saying that. Everyone's saying that. You <laughs> <laughs> right about that. Touche. All right, I got on that. <laughs> well, congrats again, man. What an impressive first year, first run. Take it all the way. Impressed. Just steal it right from underneath Angie's straight up interception. Yeah. Awesome. That was, that was a blast. Yeah. That was a really good. That was a really good season this year. So, but don't worry. You know, we'll start all over again and we'll start from zero. Don't mess up. You get your chance. You get on the podcast, show the movie, and we'll help you review it on the podcast. So, yeah. So, hopefully, Evan picks a good one. We can review it and you can talk to us about it. Maybe you can do some live actions with us. You can explain. I, I'd I'd love to hear his um how hang he prepares on, these. Hang gonna reveal his secrets. Come on now, then everyone steal it. Uh, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. So, all right, fellas, it's getting late. How was y'all's weekend, man? I just uh, watched Super Bowl at one of my buddy's house. On Saturday, I uh, helped my sister move. That's what I did. But y'all moved. Yeah. I don't know. Tony, you want to go? Uh, yeah, no, I need to. I need to look up my my calendar. See what the hell I did. Uh, uh, I know I hung out with friends 
at some there's point. There's a Panda Express oh, visit that's what it was. somewhere there. What's that? There's a Panda Express visit somewhere. Uh, it, the Panda Express visit was on Sunday, actually. Um, because, right, let's see. Sunday, Saturday, Friday, January 31st. What do we do? What the hell? What, bitch, why don't you put it on the calendar? Uh, I guess I guess I didn't do shit on, on Friday. Confused <laughs> who he's referring to. I, I know. I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's just making me laugh. I'm like, who is he talking to? Uh, I, I guess I don't know what I did on Friday. Uh, okay. No Panda Express? <laughs> What's that? No Panda on Friday? No, there wasn't Panda on Friday, but I don't remember why. We moved it to Sunday because Saturday we ended up um we ended up hanging out so we went hang out hung out with my parents we visited my parents and then then we went hung out with uh, our friends and played pandemic in honor of uh the coronavirus uh it's oh, a board shit. it's a it's a board game um and it's two to four players and you get assigned roles like researcher or a scientist or whatever. And the gameplay is like there's outbreaks of four different types of diseases mm-hmm. in different cities across the map. Mm-hmm. And you try to cure it. And the whole goal is to cure it. And there's different cards and you have to, you can do things that you can only do things at certain cities and you can build research stations and cure based on blah 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 so it's like it's just a it's a board game uh, but it's based on you know a pandemic type of thing every every once in a while you get a card that says an epidemic has spread and so then the diseases go spread from city to city to city and you have to kind of outpace the uh the spread um mm. we sucked mm-hmm. right i was like man we're we thought we were a group of smart people no we, <laughs> thought, we lost like three times in a row like we started <laughs> cheating we started like you're supposed to like um shuffle around the roll cards and we're like no we're keeping these rolls because these are good rolls we got to win <laughs> with these rolls so yeah it, it th- i think it took the fourth try for us to finally finally win uh so, so that was fun that was, that was a good time um we were trying to we were gonna arrange a, a a super bowl thing but none of us really gave a shit about the super bowl so didn't do anything for super bowl sunday just uh hung around the house i worked worked a bit um, you didn't watch Shakira and J Lo shake your ass. You didn't. No, see I, that? I watched that like yesterday. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I watched it on repeat in the in the, in the videos afterwards. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. All right. So, um, I we have a uh, some some friends that uh, he throws a Super Bowl party. And um, I've been to the Super Bowl party a couple times in the past and remained sober. And uh, the gentleman whose house we have the Super Bowl party, it's probably about a baker's dozen, maybe 15 people. We're all very close friends. And they're all, shall I say, professional smokers, right? Big, big on uh, high quality. Oh shit! Indoor grow stuff. Serious, serious uh, pot smokers. You want to talk to Samson? They want. It was. It was a lot, a lot of mercy going on. And uh, (laughs) a lot, a lot of mercy going on. (laughs) I never heard it that way. So, so I thought you know I was invited a couple weeks ago. 
And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try to make a point to go out. And then uh, literally like earlier that day, I thought, you know what? I don't want to go. I don't care. I'm like Tony. I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl. I mean, it's kind of neat that the Chiefs were in it and they haven't been in it since before the fucking Chargers were in it kind of thing. But I wasn't that big on going. But I thought, you know what? I, they, 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 they put out the olive branch. I haven't been out there in a long time. I, this guy that I've gone on some motorcycle rides with before, super nice guy. I worked with his wife way back in the days when uh, I worked at Coca-Cola driving a forklift. I mean, so I've known these people for a very long time. I went to the first Super Bowl party over at his house was back when I was still with uh, with Mazzy's mother. And this was, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago kind of thing. So nothing has changed. I mean, they're still professional pot smokers. So it's a small house. It's a living room and a kitchen and a dining room. And if you got 15 people and, you know, they're passing around a couple joints, you can see how the house gets filled with smoke, kind of like a, you know, like a Cheech and Chong movie. So I thought, yeah, why not? Right? I'll partake. So I take a little hit. It's, it's good. Like, uh, what was the, what's the movie? Oh, it's, I'm like the guy on the couch, right? And, and half-baked. I'm like, yeah, it's good. And I pass it and I, I go back to sleep. And then uh, two or three minutes goes. And I'm thinking, like, I know I'm a lightweight, right? I know I'm not a professional pot smoker. You know, I've smoked a half a dozen times in my life, for God's sake. So, so I, I, I'll, I'll be cautious, you know. I'm not throwing caution to the wind here, folks, right? I'm sober. I'm not drinking alcohol. And uh, so I go, all right, I'll, I'll take another. I'll take another pass. And this time, I take a nice big hit. Right, I bring it like a fucking teenager trying to get stoned. Right, so I, I really take it in, and of course I cough, and then I cough, and then I cough, and I cough some more, and I'm standing there, and I continue to pass this, taking two hits. You pass the dungeon to the left hand side, and all of a sudden, puff puff give, motherfucker, puff puff give. All of a sudden, I decide I need to go sit down. <laughs> Now, granted, for the last five minutes, I've been standing in a. Oh, well, I was going to say, were you floating? Were you flying? <laughs> I'm I'm standing there in the kitchen, and it's just this. I mean, I can't even see the TV on the other end of the house. There's so much smoke in the air. You and the game, game's all foggy. The game hasn't even started yet. <laughs> oh Jesus oh. Christ! Oh Damn. my God! And I have to, like four hours ago. I have to sit down. I go and sit down, and my buddy that I went to the party with. He's, he comes and he sits down right behind me. And all of a sudden, I start getting really dizzy, like super dizzy, like the lights are going out. Oh. And then they go out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I come to, and my neck is sore as a motherfucker. I literally just blacked out sitting in this fucking chair, passed out, slumped over for 15 minutes more or less <laughs> before I came to. And my buddy was like, dude, you all right? And and I was completely out of it for the next hour or so. I missed the entire first half of the game. 
<laughs> like, oh, finally started feeling better like the second half of the game um wow i mean it was like the character in half baked where i'm flying i mean it wasn't like that it was weird it was like it was like i od'd it was so fucking weird i'd never experienced that before um so yeah and i i kept asking i'm like what was that and they're like i don't know it's just what we always smoke and i was like I can't handle. I can't roll with y'all. Like I am way too much of a lightweight to roll with y'all. So everyone was really cool, um, but you know they poked fun at me a little bit the rest of the night. Um, and but you know justifiably so. If I was there, I would have laughed at me too. So, and then of course once I kind of came to and you know I could joke about it and was you know humble and, and uh, made some jokes about it. So self-deprecating jokes. So all in all, it was it was fine and. You know, I got home just fine, and that's why you couldn't record on Sunday. That's well. I tell you what, the next day, I was still like, I was still totally out of it. I uh, I laughed. I said, I have a weed hangover. Like, <laughs> I was told space cadet the next day. I was like, I, you know, I had to go to work the next day, and I was like on the calls talking to customers, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'm I was a mess. So, <laughs> and I, mean, I slept fine that night like i didn't have any issues sleeping or you know and i was more or less you know coherent and, and whatever you want to call it but yeah the next day i was all i was still gray so i don't know man um it wasn't you know it wasn't pleasant i mean i i look back at it now and laugh but it wasn't fun when it happened you know it was it was scary because I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, once I started to feel better, you know, and then it was a little, I was a little more comfortable. But up until that point, man, it was weird and uncomfortable. Well, you know, you fucking black out for 15 minutes. And then when you come to, I didn't even realize, like, it took me a couple minutes just to realize I blacked out. And then I'm trying to figure out how long I blacked out for. And I realized my neck was super stiff. And I looked at the clock. Oh, by the time I came to, the game had yet to start. Mm. <laughs> I mean, You're saying, yeah. I'm You're like, like, Charlie's like, yeah, what's the score? I was like, National Anthem just finished. <laughs> and I'm already like totally ripped. Damn. And now I proceed to kind of doze in. And then I found a nice comfortable chair. That was it. it was over. I was just kind of like in and out of consciousness for the next hour. Yeah. Like taking little cat naps kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> So lightweight, but yeah, for real. So that was why I didn't record. That's why we didn't record on. All Sunday. right, fair enough. Yeah. Well, cool. I think that's gonna do it then, right? Yep. To yeah. conclude episode uh, four eighty eight of the Bad Boys podcast, we're close getting close to that five hundred. We just randomly ran through all things movies. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for the champ. Make it exciting. Evan Smith. Take that other interception from somebody. Wee. Nicely done. Can you say winner, everyone? Whatever <laughs> <laughs> well, is your new champ, man. Rookie gear and fucking t- kicking ass, taking names just like that, man. Forced to be reckoned with. Be out, you know. Watch out for that kid right there. Special next season, too. Let's see. Can, no one's ever gone back to back, have they yet? I think Angie did once, actually. Yeah. But I could. I think Angie already did, too, you said. Oh, I always say that I forget, so I'm not Y'all remember. Try. 
Yeah. I'm your boy. I'm your bad boy, Fonzo. Okay, Mike Lowry said we ride together. Arlie, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.